1: So I love what God is already doing the start of January the start of 2023 and you can feel it you can feel it in the room and it's almost like we we step through it's like that uh, what's that Narnia you know in the wardrobe <laughs> you're like all of a sudden you're like in this little space you're all warm and then it's like uh, I don't know some type of Narnia music it's like a fawn whatever a fawn sounds like <laughs> Man, I wish Pastor Drew Davies was here. He'd be able to do that for me. But that is what we're stepping into—is Narnia of 2023, where all the magical things happen, the wonder of God, the excitement of God, uh, miracles, signs, wonders, breakthrough—that is all happening what god did in 2022 we can thank him for it because oh my goodness there were so many miracles so many breakthroughs so many uh wait what did god just do you know before our eyes people getting healed in services uh, you know no one has to lay hands on you you come in and, and you're just surrounded by the presence of god worship fills this room and then boom what my hand like it was all shattered and then here it is healed you know, someone in the back, security, you know, getting healed. And, uh, and and you come up to the altar, you know, have somebody pray for you. And we've seen amazing healings take place. And you can only be in awe of what God has in store for us and what he has in store for you in 2022. So vision, right? Vision cards. Yes. If you are here on Sunday... We grabbed that card from you and we slapped it with some oil and we said, you are getting anointed. This is an anointed card. (laughs) You're going to go in here. We slapped you with some oil. So I hope it, you know, kind of woke you up and you're like, oh, wow, they're serious about this. Yes, we are. We will just throw that on you. But um, so what, uh, tonight, I don't have to replay what happened on Vision Sunday, because what happened on Vision Sunday was awesome. You guys do have your cards, so if somebody did miss Vision Sunday, you have a card right on your seat so you can pick it up, start writing down the visions that God is speaking to you about. So what are some things that you know uh, it's a new territory, it's something that you haven't stepped in yet, and it's stretching you. So it's going to be a stretching season, and you're going to open, you know, that closet door from, uh, you know, in that scene in Narnia, and you're going to step into this, oh my gosh, awe and wonder. And, um, and so go for the stretch when you go on your vision card. Don't be scared to write some certain things down, but go for it. Because I'm telling you, when you're in a room like this, when you when you can feel the presence of God, it is his joy to give you these things. Like, he is not a God who holds things back. No one ever gets the feeling of that when you're in the presence of God, when you're, you know, standing there. Like, if you can picture standing there face to face with him, he does not withhold. If anything, he's like drawing you in with the love of his eyes, with his grace, with his goodness, with his kindness, <laughs> that you just start to cry because you're like, how do I even deserve a God like this? And, and that's who he is. And so that's why, write it down. Make some bold, courageous steps and write down on your vision card. And so afterwards, you'll come up, we'll find some oil, we'll do the same thing. We'll slap the card with some oil, bless you. But also if you, anything else at the end, God's gonna do some, it's some miracles. Because Why? Because it is the first Wednesday of 2023, the first one. Last one was awesome, it was Shredder. We had Pastor Jurgen close us out, and today is the first Wednesday of 2023. And we keep saying, we prophesy. These are encounter nights. These are, God, we are showing up on a Wednesday night, and, uh, you know, here we are. And And God moves mightily every single time. And already, look at this, like, you guys are, like, I don't know, it's like this huge vehicle that's like, come on guys, let's go see everything, like the goodness of God. So we're all buckled up along for the ride. All right, so the title of my message, because I am going to pray for people at the end, and um, so there'll be time for that. But the title of my message tonight is Beyond You. Beyond You. Beyond You. So we're, we're writing things down which should be about you, right? I mean, I'm believing that people are going to get some miracle houses in 2023. I'm believing people are going to get some uh, miraculous doc- doctor's reports that are going to be canceled. We're going to see health and healing in 2023. Babies, miracles, financial increase, uh Businesses, jobs, some people are feeling, "Uh, I don't feel I should be staying here, I should be moving here. Promotions, you know, that should all be written down right here on your card. So, why am I saying beyond you, you know, because this is all about you, what God is telling you. But there is something that we can attach ourselves that goes beyond ourselves that when we seek God, when we seek His kingdom, all these things will be added unto you. All these things when you're seeking everything, when you're seeking the kingdom, when you're seeking Jesus himself and you're clinging to him, it is an amazing, awesome ride. And it far surpasses, it goes beyond us, anything that we can ask, think, or imagine that we're writing down on our vision card. So that's what I want to add, put the exclamation mark on your vision card, write all those things down, make it plain, it says. You know, write the vision down, make it plain. Get some vision for yourself. If you have some blockage of vision, come up here, let us pray for you, so that you can have some vision for your life, because God wants you to be able to see the goodness, see these great things that he has in store for you, see these purposes and plans, that when he was forming you in your mother's womb, that he actually intended purpose and a destiny and a great priesthood and kingship on you. Both of those things. And so if you can't see that, we gotta break that off. But there's something that's even beyond that exclamation mark on this vision card that is beyond you, that's beyond me, that's beyond us. And when we cling ourselves to Jesus himself, with in the holy spirit we're going to see things miraculous that bust open over our life and it happens will happen through us we're going to see other people uh, it's going to be affected by this and and it's it's him it's it's holy spirit that um that is here with us right now all the good things all of heaven we have access to how cool is that Everything that we have, the veil has been torn. We say we can bring the heaven down to earth and we have all access to that. So beyond you, it's having the ability to see beyond you to see what God can do in and through you. If you're able to attach yourself, seeking the kingdom of God primarily, all these things will be added to you. So Joshua 1.9, we're gonna go there really quick. Joshua 1:9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Be strong and of good courage. In other uh, scripture, not scripture, in other contexts, it says, be strong and courageous. So this is when Joshua has his promised land. God has shown him the promised land. He's shown him his vision card. Joshua had a vision card moment. He wrote it down as he was with all these other, you know, little Israelite people. He was always the one lingering, right, in church towards the end. (laughs) He always lingered in the presence of God. And so I'm sure that as he was lingering, as he was having that moment of linger, Oh my goodness, he, he got this vision card and he started writing. And he said, that is the territory, I see the land. That's the land that we're going to take. That's the land that God has promised us, not only for me and my family, but for this whole entire nation. We're entering into the goodness and this, the kingdom of God that he, that he says. And so that is the stretching. So he wrote down the stretch in his card. That was a stretching moment, and, he, and God says, be strong and courageous. So for us to step into 2023, to uh, have some, our, our expectancy of what God is going to do, to continue to burn inside of us, we need to continue to step into courage and when you step into courage, that means that you're usually stepping into something that you're not really used to. You're stepping out of your comfort zone. If you're if God was telling you to go on the couch, that's not very courageous, you know. You're like, yep, yeah, I'm I'm there every morning, uh, you know, lunch and, and night, and and I love it. It's I have my blanket, <laughs> so you know, it's not necessarily a comfortable thing. But some of these things, when you're saying, putting on there to get a house for your family, that's a courageous step. Now, the the next courageous thing is to start, okay, now now let's look at our credit score. How can we help that? Now how can we help? It's starting to take the steps. Now what can we look at? Uh, You know, where, Pastor Vince, where are you at? Take me out. You know? And that could be the courageous step where you can start seeing and God will open your eyes like, oh my goodness, this house. And and then there's this over here and, and all the possibilities. And so start te- stepping out in courage. So take that step of courage, whatever it may be, is to start um, almost making, uh, digging some wells. Digging some wells. I didn't mean to touch on this, but I'm deciding to now. But a courageous step that Pastor Matt and I took uh, not too long ago, actually. We should have been taking this many years ago because we had the wisdom there, but we didn't step into it, so... All y'all, now you're going to know, but to do this. But we started, so we're very faithful. We're always very faithful with ties, with vision builders, with offerings. We're very generous. We'll take people out. We'll pay for meals. You know, we'll do all that stuff. But something that we never did was we uh, weren't, we take care of us, but not in a healthy way. So we would never, we we wouldn't put money regularly in a savings account. And so although we were very generous and God always provided for us, we never, we we didn't decide to take care of us. And we're like, God, can you please, you know, open up our businesses, <laughs> you know, like do this or that. Another business stream, you know, and, and always, you know, praying for a miracle. God, we have vision builders coming up. We want to do another big so, you know, like we, we never are short of vision builders. Whatever we commit to, we always find a way to make sure it's followed through. But, to, but this was the year that we drew the line in the sand and we said, no, this year... It needs to be a sustainable miracle. Why not can God provide a sustainable miracle? And I think it also had to partner with our obedience in digging a well and continually investing in ourselves, putting money in our savings account continually, every single time. And so what we did is we started to put, so we call that our storehouse. So biblical context, your storehouse. So then we're like, okay, it's very easy for us to tithe 10%, 10%. Why? We've done it our entire life ever since... I started working at Starbucks, you know, I gave 10%. And, um, and so that's a very easy thing to do. So I was, so God was like, well, if it's so easy for you to do that, just think the same thing in your head, like just put 10% in your savings and see how it goes. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. You know, it's like the obedience was storehouse. So I started putting in 10%, we did, and uh, into our storehouse and then oh my goodness, our storehouse has grown. And it's like, whoa, we actually, you know, we have this. And it wasn't even a hurt for us because it just happens. And so so what are some wells that God is asking you to dig to start so that he can start filling it? All he wants you to do is start digging. And as you dig, you're trusting God with this hole. God, are you going to fill this hole? Yeah, you are. And his water, like his grace, he's going he's to flow down and, and fill it. And so to be digging in faith, to be digging with some courage, with some strength. A lot of us for stepping into courage, um, it could be some plain and simple You know, we need to get back to basics. We have an amazing, amazing, amazing prayer meetings every Tuesday morning. I get this wrong every time, 5.30. It's so early, but it's the most I hear about it. So, no, I'm not there. But the things that I get to hear about, the people, and I know everyone who goes there, by the way, too. I, I get the inside ear, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, what did he say? And what did they say? And we, I hear about it every single Tuesday. And so that's kind of what we expect, you know, on Tuesdays. I get to hear all the miracles and all of these powerhouse men that are gathering 5.30 a.m. every Tuesday morning, (laughs) praying over our city, praying over their families, (laughs) prophesying over each other, giving my husband prophetic words. And even before we were campus pastors, that's where we clung unto unto God. When we're going through the hard times, he made sure, Matt made sure that he was at every men's, men's prayer. And we hung on unto the God words that were given to us. And that's what got us through the hard times. Women's prayer, come on. Yes, 6.30 and 9.30. I want the women to rise up and make a commitment to start praying. And that is where we get to, Matt and I get to share our heart for the church, for what we feel, you know, the where the barometer is. And we're gonna pray over this and we're gonna pray over that. It's interceding. And so it's a call to step up. Are you gonna rise up? Thank you, Hester, yes. <laughs> Wait, you're not Hester, what's your name? No, from the show, Trisha, thank you, Trisha. <laughs> Selfie. Uh, so yes, and, and I believe that the mic uh, turned off because there is an exclamation par- mark with women's voices that have been oppressed here in Salt Lake City. And women's voice needs to rise up. The hour is now. The Esters are now. We are waiting for you. We are having a grand old time. Even though the room isn't filled up, we are having the best time in that room with donuts and coffee and praying. And we pray over each other. It is powerful, powerful, powerful. But you are invited. And so this is a call. I'm laying it out there. Come. Men, go to prayer. Women, go to prayer. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be there. And so, also, there's things that you're stepping into with uh, awaken you coming up. There's going to be such a touch of God on awaken you. You see me doing this. It's the it's the gold standard. And uh, so, awaken you, and with pathfinders, there's gonna be such a touch of God. God is raising and releasing leaders and disciples and his church and in the marketplace. And there's, and when I say a touch of God, it's a move of God. So it's not something that you come in and, and you have this self-help book and then, oh, great, because I made my bed every morning, I'm, you know, I get to heal people now or I don't know, like it's, it's there's an anointing attached to it. There's an anointing attached to your courage by saying, yes, I commit to the Pathfinder Apprenticeship. Yes, there's an anointing. When I commit and step into, into Awaken You and and into recovery, recovery is gonna be one of the largest ministries of our campus. It's literally I see if if like awaken recovery was like a person it, it maybe it would be someone like me. I don't know. I'd be like ah! <laughs> you know like like excited broadcasting it all throughout Salt Lake City. Like I'd be like, "Hey, awaken recovery. Hey, I'm here for you." You know, like the whole thing. Anyway, something like that. We need a mascot <laughs> for awaken recovery. Ross has helped me. He did the Polar Plunge, by the way, on Sunday. So did Tony and Lonnie for Pathfinder. There were so many people represented. That was exciting. It wasn't a thing, but now we're gonna make it a thing. So, next time. Ah, John Day. All right, you're right, 14 minutes left. Okay, on this topic, I wanted to quickly talk about fasting because that is a courageous step that you take when you attach yourself to God and the visions and the plans that he has for your life. Isaiah 58:6 it says, is this not the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. That's Isaiah 58, 6. So when you fast, when you pray, over your life and over your city, when you're praying over the city, when you're praying over your own life, that is what's happening. That bonds of wickedness are broken off. Heavy burdens are uh, are undone. The oppressed are are free, and you break every yoke. So that's an amazing thing. Really quick, I wanna go over the next point is prophesy beyond you. That's point number two, is to prophesy beyond you. First thing is you take the step of courage. Second thing is to start prophesying. And uh, in Ezekiel 37, you can read it, just write it down, because I'm gonna quickly go over it. I won't read the whole thing because of time. But Ezekiel 37, 1 through 10, it's the valley of dry bones. And so, so God is telling, telling him to, you know, what do you see? It's like, oh, I see these dry bones everywhere, <laughs> you know? And uh, so he said to me, said a man, can these bones live? So I answered, oh Lord, only you know. What do I know? Only you know. Again, he said, so he said, prophesy. Prophesy to these bones and say to them, oh dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I'll put ligaments on you, bring flesh upon you, cover your skin, put breath. So he prophesied and there was a great noise, a great rattling, the bones came together. And then he had to prophesy again for the breath to come. Sometimes when we prophesy, we think, God, how come you didn't do it all in in one, one setting? I prophesied and I only saw it happen in part. Well, in Ezekiel 37, it says prophesy again. Even though God gave you the full picture of the healing that he wants to do or the breakthrough or the miracle that he has in your life on, that you have written down on this vision card, not, don't prophesy once, continue to prophesy because that shows that some things are, are done in layers. So continue to prophesy, continue to speak, use your voice to prophesy. Again, that's why prayer is so important this year. Prophesy, prophesy beyond you. One person couldn't put a whole valley of dry bones together and put ligaments on it and breathe life into it. No one can do that. But he prophesied as he commanded and breath came into them and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. So in Salt Lake City, there is a valley of dry bones, but it's, it's, but if you see it with God's lenses, with vision, that it's an, an exceedingly great army. And our job is to prophesy. Prophesy, prophesy, Salt Lake, you're going to be an exceedingly great army. No longer is there gonna be dryness in this land, but we speak to your bones, Salt Lake City. We speak to your bones for breath to enter you, for life to enter you, for you to rise up and and not be a, a dead, complacent city, but to rise up and to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be filled with life to be filled and to have purpose in you and rise as a great army. The last point is anointing reaches beyond you. So when you step in the almost the fourth dimension beyond you, that's where anointing resides. Isaiah 1 through two, and this is what I felt like the verse was, the main verse was for tonight. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings or to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those are bound to proclaim the acceptable or favorable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. I thought it was really interesting because I saw this highlighted to me today. But when I was reading Isaiah 58, six, when it talks about fasting, where God says the type of fasting that I have you do is, is loosening bonds of wickedness, uh, to let the oppressed free and to undo heavy burdens, to break every yoke is really similar to this scripture here in Isaiah 61, one through two. Because it's, it's preaching good tidings, but it's healing the brokenhearted and it's bringing freedom to the captives and opening of the prison to those who are bound, to, so to loose bonds, to proclaim the acceptable year of the, the Lord. So the anointing. So as we step into this year that is beyond us, which is very exciting. It's beyond us. This is a was a messianic scripture in Isaiah, pointing to Jesus that this is who He is, that He is the one who was who's come anointed to preach the good tidings. The Spirit of the Lord is upon Him. It's when you read in Luke, he he uh, reads this scripture, and you know is proclaiming that that's Him. And the amazing thing is that we have. The same Holy Spirit that was residing on Jesus resides on us because he died on the cross for us and he rose, he is alive. He had That had to happen in order for the Holy Spirit to come and for us to receive the Holy Spirit. And so we can walk in the same thing. He said that you will do even greater things than I will do. I'm still trying to walk on water, hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Maybe we'll cheat with the polar plunge. It's like ice, we can call it water. But but that's what really, when you get to have a vision beyond yourself, when you get to see things and have full joy. So in 2023, freedom, when you think of freedom, you think of joy. You think of being set free from all these things, all the stress that has held you back and set you back that there is some joy, there is, and when that joy, when you're able to have true joy, real joy, the way that you live life is not connected to you and fulfilling all of your own desires, but it's connecting to God and to see, to connecting to his house, connecting to uh, his kingdom. And, and whatever Jesus did, he saw his father do. So to be really cleaved, to be uh, clinging to Jesus and to cleave, cleave is a good word too, because in the, uh, you guys has probably done your Genesis reading so far and it says to leave, you know, leave your father and mother. I believe that was in Genesis. Did I read that? I don't know. I think I did. But it says to leave when the husband joins his wife, the husband should leave his father and mother and they, they cleave together as one. So, this year of 2023, can we cl- cleave ourselves to God? Can we cleave ourselves to Him? And in and, and doing so, not only will our brokenness, our brokenheartedness, and things that have tied us down and bound us up get set free from us, but we're also going to see it set free in other people, which is amazing. He has anointed you to preach the good news to the poor. He he has anointed you to heal the brokenhearted. He sent you to heal the brokenhearted. He sent you to proclaim freedom, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of prison, prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So tonight we declare it is the acceptable, the favorable year of the Lord in 2023. It is here